0: Now you got me hopped up on that push of love, heartbreaker. You're my trust, cause all I want is you, baby. One more time. (laughs) Now you got me hopped up on that. Now you see, you would have thought that in the time that we had to restart, <laughs> I'd have came up with a, but take me to another place, take me to another land, make me forget all that hurts me, let me understand your plan. You know, you were gonna
1: go for? It. What's up?
0: This city high. Ah! <laughs> this city high remixes. <laughs> what would you do if your son was at home crying all alone on your bedroom floor? while you're hungry, sweetheart, let me stop playing. Get to the show. Let's get to it. <laughs> this city high. <laughs> what
2: I
3: Yeah, Woo!
1: Man, today?
0: Are we ready for the intro now?
1: Third time's a charm?
0: Let's see. Let's see what happens. <laughs> The Philly West Oak is uh, projecting the randomness that's happening this morning, okay? uh, (laughs) Because I feel like a lot of things just happened on the screen just now. Um, And I want to apologize for those things, but I want to welcome you back to another episode of Awake and Bake we Be Mo, yeah. It's a live show. It's a live show. And I've said this several times. (laughs) Live broadcasting is the hardest thing I've done. (laughs) It is very much the hardest thing I've done Uh, because I feel like I feel like this is a seven man job. Yeah. Right. Not no for real though. Right. It's the two of us. We host and co-host.
1: That's what we post. Light, sound, (laughs)
0: light, sound, research, camera. Shit, makeup, nigga. God, damn. <laughs> Rolling blunt. It's a seven-man job, the two of us doing it. Jada, you know what, Jada, I'm gonna take you up on your offer. You should come do some BTS, cause it's crazy over here. <laughs> it's fucking crazy over here. We wanna welcome y'all back to another episode of Wake and Bake with Bebo. reminder that this is your Solution Bake podcast. I gotta remind people that. This is not commentary. This is analysis, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm not giving you my opinion. Yeah. We're stating facts and then coming up with a conclusion. Hopefully that solves the problem. That is the new blueprints of blackness. I am your culture analyst, your host for today. My name is Bimo. Make sure we're saying good morning to the world renowned, the heartbeat of my life, the lady of the house. Was saying, uh, when I say good morning, I mean put it in the chat. nigga. Hey
1: y'all, good morning.
0: Put it in the chat, nigga. I need to see it. All right, make so sure we saying good morning to the lady of the house. This morning's episode is being brought to us by the good people over at Gifted Curators. We want to thank them for sponsoring this month of Hawaiian oh, Mo, we got some great grass that we gonna uh, smoke with them. We gonna smoke with them later, but I want to give them a shout out now. We'll be smoking a combination of our uh, a stream favorite, which is cereal milk. I've heard several people mm-hmm. who actually went down to street. Uh, Give who am I? Who am I shouting out right Give now? Gift Curators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get I've had seven people, um, didn't gifted curators don't got the cereal milk. This morning's episode is brought to you by Gifted Curators. We want to thank them, uh, put up this lower third. We want to thank them for sponsoring this morning's episode uh and supporting this very black ass movement. You know, this this podcast is not hard to support, but it is very black.
3: Yeah.
0: And I'm appreciating the people who are um, it's not even a risk. The people who are stepping out—my hair is not even in frame. That's crazy. The people who are stepping out on a limb to support this very black ass podcast—we want to appreciate them. Ah, oh, uh, you—you good? Huh? I was good.
1: Yeah, you, you see
0: your bun. What I look like now? The tree top. A little tree like
4: top. Like bust
0: Oh, bust up! <laughs> what it is right now? <laughs> Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, We want to thank the good people of get the Couriers. We appreciate y'all. Uh, as always, we want to thank the people over at Washington Informer Bridge. WiBridgeDC.com or at WiBridgeDC. I know we're having some existential problems as it pertains to the to the Washington Informer Bridge. Just some thoughts of like, what is a newspaper now? Really? Yeah, it's a very especially interesting in conversation. Digital, hmm?
3: Especially in this digital. Space. In this
0: digital space, um, you know, as I'm starting a, a physical magazine and yeah. just figuring out what black news is at a time like this and, and how blackness is being targeted, but you know, uh uh this is really random, but I know it's a lot of sad shit happening in the world right now. Yeah. Um and maybe because maybe because when I was twelve years old I walked into my classroom and watched thousands of people die and then mm-hmm. we sat there and watched Another thousands of people to die, and the president came on TV and said, and the wrestling commentators came on TV and said, and the late night hosts came on TV and said, and uh, and the Nickelodeon characters came on TV and said, mm-hmm. don't let fear win. That's how terrorism. That's how terrorism wins. So maybe I'm still operating off of that blueprint. Yeah. Um, but that does not mean I cannot acknowledge all the trauma and, and tragedy that's happening I'm hoping that white folks will step up and actually take, uh, take responsibility and accountability for their actions and fuck this motherfucking constitution. I can't believe these niggas is hanging on to words written in 1789. <laughs> Did they not read the rest of the constitution? Man. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, come on. Come on. They must want slaves too That's what it is That's what it is That's what it They want some motherfucking slaves That's what it Let me get to the topics We got three interesting Actually we only have We have two and a half Interesting topics today Of course today is Thursday So we're giving out our Paul Robeson Negro of the Week Award and then also we have an interesting conversation about Elvis. Um, and how I feel like Elvis, uh, you know, we're just gonna talk about Elvis, okay? Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about Elvis, we're gonna talk about Pat Boone, we're gonna talk about Lil Richard, we're gonna talk about a few things. Uh, but I want to thank y'all for watching the show. If you feel like putting a little something on, we would really appreciate that. Costs about $2, $2, $217 <laughs> per episode. So if you want to put on to something in the show, Lady of the House is putting up below a lower third right now. You can go to be more authentic.com backslash d-A-R-E-N-T. Tea, put a little something on the show. Uh, we'd highly appreciate that. So let's get into let's get into it. Let's just let's just jump right into it. I want to start off with. Who don't, don't start with the Paul Robeson? You know what? Let's start off with the Paul Robeson oh. Negro of the Week. Okay. All right. But I want to start with, let's start with, I think I have it in order. On Tuesday, we showed you a beautiful uh 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 uh, culture analysts who had analyzed what <laughs> Juneteenth might be. Let's have a refresher on that. Please lay the house. <clears throat> well, we've seen what has become of St. Patrick's Day. We've seen what has happened to Cinco de Mayo. Mm-hmm. To a certain degree, we understand what has happened to Thanksgiving. But we see that whitewashing happens when it comes to these Formal holidays. I think the lady of the house is the individual that told me that St. Patrick's Day was really the day about the eviction of black folks from Ireland. Mm-hmm. And now niggas is running around with green sweatshirts, pitching each other, right. talking about a little green man bringing you luck. Drunk. The fuck? Right. Can you imagine what, what, the symbology for Juneteenth will be? I bet if some of y'all open y'all cabinets right now, it's still a, it's still a coon in there looking at you. It's a Mitchell character in your cabinet right now trying to make you make uh, fucking pancakes right now. And Juneteenth is a federal holiday? It's only a matter of time, sweetheart. It's only a matter of time. Drew, you brought up Martin Luther King Day, and I want to get back to that because I feel like that's protected for a particular reason. But it's only a matter of time before we see Wade on down the Target to get your thirty percent off. Oh, get three fifths off your <laughs> socks for this month. <laughs> now wait on down. Wait on down. <laughs> uh, it's only a matter of time until we get these black themed parties. But you So we heard this culture analyst talk about and predict what Juneteenth might be in the past. And then we've all seen the pictures of the Juneteenth ice cream. I don't know if the lady the house wants to put those up while I'm talking about the Juneteenth ice cream that that, uh, that Walmart was coming out, trademarked Juneteenth. And then also we've seen the party plates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's the freedom for me. Right. Okay. <laughs> Good Lord. So we've seen the actualization of these things. Mm-hmm. But I I had a thought. Okay. I had a thought. Put up the low score. And this might seem... I think it might be three, Juneteenth three. Okay.
1: This with the, the little guy?
0: The yeah, little guy. yeah. Read that stat for me.
1: The Detroit Pistons beat the New Jersey Nets 78-56 to in game one of the 2004 Eastern Conference semifinals on May 3rd, 2004.
0: Okay. This is a sports thing, but I want y'all to hold on to me for a second because it's going to make sense. Why the fuck are you bringing up a sports score as it pertains to Juneteenth? Mm-hmm. I'm watching the games. I don't know if y'all been watching the Eastern Conference Finals, but I give a real keep real quick brief, cap, brief recap. There's been before last night there were 4 games in this playoffs, best of 7. Mm-hmm. They played 4 games. The Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat. In all 4 games, there was a blowout. I'm talking 30, 40 points
1: each. Crazy. <laughs>
0: And the series is tied 2-2. So uh, Miami blew out the Celtics and the Celtics blew out Miami. Then Miami blew out the Celtics and the Celtics <laughs> blew out Miami. Yeah. So then I had a thought. What if these teams just don't know how to play low scoring basketball? Mm-hmm. So one team, the team that's getting blown out, they're not shooting well. You can tell by the end of the second quarter they've completely given up on the game. We got a whole second half to go, but yeah. the team has given up on the game, which is why you get a 40 point blowout at the yeah. end of the game because one team already gave up. Right. So I had the thought, what if these two teams just don't know how to play low scoring basketball? Thus, we have a series of back and forth blowouts because nobody knows how to win with 89 points. Nobody knows how to win the game when the score is 59 to 82. Is that what it said? Yeah.
1: Uh, well, say?
0: Don't matter. Yeah. Nobody knows how to win the game when the score is 59 to 82. All we know how to win the game is when it's 122 to 125. That makes sense in our head. But we have to be prepared to play a low scoring game.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Play Juneteenth 2 for me. Because after the ice cream situation, we talked about on Tuesday, we talked about how Ball Chem, uh, 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 a flavor company, chemical company, trademarked the word Juneteenth. Right? All the blackness was an uproar. Play, play, the, play the joint for me real fast.
4: I had to do a little bit more research into the whole Juneteenth trademark. Here is the Juneteenth trademark that was filed by Ball Corp. So that is the corporation and the CEO of that corporation is this guy. Yep. He is running the company that filed the trademark for Juneteenth for food and beverage stuff. A mess. Of course, seeing something like that is honestly infuriating. It's really upsetting. But I did some digging and currently the Juneteenth trademark is being blocked by a trademark filed called Juneteenth Joy. So, the Juneteenth Joy trademark is filed in the categories of candy and popcorn, candles, and obviously other things related to dining, ice cream, seasonings, etc. Listen, y'all, we know not all heroes wear capes, but here we go. Mario is going to have to bring those products to market, and when he does, he has to make sales. And I'll keep y'all posted whenever I hear any updates on this.
3: That's so
0: somebody's fighting the fight, right? Right. So Juneteenth was claimed to be trademarked by the people in um, by the people at Walmart, in which the same channel they put up a spicy Instagram and it was like, um, "You can't trademark until you trademark." Okay, if your shit blocked, you can't be out here false right. claiming trademark. Okay, <laughs> it's a group of lawyers who actually have this. I encourage you to go follow them. I know you saw their names underneath. Definitely go follow them if you want to get the legal version of what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. But I think there's an implication here. There is someone who is fighting this Juneteenth trademark, and it's a black man, it's a black man that went to Lincoln. That's mm-hmm. an HBCU black man, okay? Right. That's a black man that's ready to fight.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: What you saying, BMO, what you saying? Here's what I'm saying, after the ice cream came out, I think a lot of you niggas gave up before the end of the second quarter. Mm-hmm. I don't know if our generation is prepared to play low-scoring basketball. Okay. We had one hit. Two hits. It's a it's the freedom for me, and it's Juneteenth ice cream. And all over social media, I'm seeing all the all the millennials, all the Gen Z saying we're not fucking with Juneteenth. Why? (laughs) Because we got dunked on? We must this is why the Paul Rosen! Negro of the Week, you know what it is? You know what the Paul Rosen Negro of the Week is? It's Juneteenth. Cause you niggas gotta be ready to play low scoring basketball. This is not gonna be a game in which it's gonna be 122 to 125. It's gonna be 59 to 58 and we better come out on top. And the only way we can come out on top is if we don't let this little bullshit, ice cream and party favors delineate us from celebrating fucking freedom. Y'all niggas, y'all niggas is ready to lose. John Lewis is behind me right now saying, what the fuck? We play low We played low-scoring basketball on Selma. We crossed that bridge four times. The time I got my ass whooped was the third time. Shit, WEB doors is like the Niagara movement did not start in a day. There was defense. <laughs> the white people are playing defense. Man. What we gonna do? We giving up at halftime? No, 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 no. The most dangerous and popular thing that you could do right now is stand on Juneteenth, because it's gonna happen. We are the, the, that nigga already told you it's gonna be like St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, it's gonna turn out to be like fucking Flags Day and President's Day. There's going to be fucking car salesmen's, whatever on Juneteenth. It's gonna happen. Right. The defense is coming. The capitalistic form of defense is coming. We're just not gonna play ball? I don't know y'all. I don't know y'all got a little weak in the socks. I don't
1: know. That just made me think. That's how we ended up where we are now. Because <laughs> we just said, oh, oh well.
0: I'm offended. <laughs> That's what we are right now. Niggas is ready to celebrate Juneteenth by being offended.
1: Nigga. Mm-hmm.
0: As I put out a clip this morning that says we still uh, investigating if we're using the N-word. Nigga, if you don't celebrate, (laughs) you ain't called off a Juneteenth yet? You ain't got no Juneteenth plans?
1: Because they sure did.
0: (laughs) Shit, Ball Kim been to work. (laughs) They put that trademark in in January. (laughs) They been to work. You telling me you being out celebrated by Ball Kim in Walmart? Come on now like a trademark means a damn thing. I know it means a thing, but it don't mean a thing. It don't mean shit. We know who owns hip-hop, but who owns hip-hop? We know who owns the words Juneteenth, Mm -hmm. but who's celebrating liberation on Juneteenth? Right. Boy, but... Let me... Let me catch up. Let me catch him in the wake of Be One Ice being pessimistic about Juneteenth. Boy, you better stand up. <laughs> what a young lady say? Stand up. You got any comments? Paul Robeson like, y'all scared of danger? <laughs> Wait, what?
1: <laughs> but then have the nerve to say, we not our ancestors.
0: You right, you not. You not. Y'all <laughs> you're some not. punk ass niggas. You right. you're not your ancestors. You're right. you're not. Your ancestors you're know how to right. how okay. to cross a nigga up playing okay. defense. The fuck? <laughs> scared. Not, what?
1: Uh, Kendall said, microwave generation, bruh. But at the same time, as soon as Juneteenth started getting traction, we should have trademarked it.
0: I think about it in the terms of the old Native American, indigenous American uh, parable they told us. They said that a group of white men walked up to the Sioux Indians with 20 beads um, and some mud and said, hey, let me buy you this, buy this land. Yeah. And the Native Americans laughed at them and gave it to them. And two parties walked away saying two different things. Mm-hmm. The white people were saying, look how stupid these natives were. Right. We bought their land for six beads mm-hmm. and, a, and a plate of couscous. Yeah meanwhile and this is where I stand <clears throat> the natives are like this silly white man thinks he bought land right. <laughs> wait what I'm, like <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I'm, stand, I'm standing in the intersection of those two things these silly white people thought they bought Juneteenth mm-hmm. they, they even thought that by making it a federal holiday that somehow they have privatized the celebration of liberation for black folks Right. when I'm sitting here telling you on Wake and Bake with Bemo. That celebration exists without the system. Exactly. In actuality, what? Why is Juneteenth a national holiday anyway? We told niggas late that they was free, and that's the day that we celebrating. Right. We should be celebrating the day they disseminate uh, reparations. That's what we should be doing. Man, okay. but you know, but you know, niggas don't want solutions. Niggas just want dance. We got more comments. No.
1: Nope.
0: What What are your thoughts before we go off to uh, Delilah? Because you know, I, I got to go.
1: Um. I'm glad that one of our own is doing the work, standing up. Yeah, stand up. Yeah, (laughs) because you have you have a point. We were ready to throw in the towel before (laughs) before we even niggas
0: was ready to throw in the towel during pregame. Right. White people gonna play defense always. All right, y'all. we're going to take a quick break. We're going to play Delilah by my man Owen M. Hart. Make sure you go follow him. Uh, we'll be right back with more. Wake and bake with B-Mo. We're going to talk about uh, Elvis when we come back and how white people have been trying to replace us. But, you know, they got it fucked up. <laughs> we'll be right back with more. Wake and bake with B-Mo.
2: Let me know more. Delilah says to us, children of Samson, love me. Delilah says, I love those who love me, so learn how to love me. Delilah says, do as I say. Delilah says, doing what I say equals loving me, which equals me loving you. So if you truly, truly want me, then do this. Delilah says, cut it. This is no place for your hair or the God that resides inside of it. Side with me. Delilah says, pick me and not your hair delilah says the fruits of her ripe labor are at the tips of your fingers just cut off the history weighing you down delilah says it is not about where you came from it is about where you are going delilah says she can fix your past all of it all of it was a mistake delilah says fix your mistakes delilah says You do not deserve her love until you fit the description, until the God in you fits the description. The God in your kinks is unprofessional. Delilah says that the God in your locks is simply too dreadful for the beauty of the workplace, for the beauty of her. Delilah says, side with her, she'll give you all the power. The God in you used to have untwist the God on your scalp, straighten out your head and what sits on top of it. We were told to stay woke. Delilah reminds us there is still no place for our naps, she says choose, choose and be reminded that the god on you is so feared it can only be handled in small doses or small changes permit or get rid of it permanently. Delilah will tower of Babel your high top until it fades out of translation, until it tumbles down like Jericho simply by her shouting your name. You forget how strong you was made to be in the first place. She will deny the notion that your Afro, your affirmation of faith. How it soaks up holy water so fast, it's as if it was dying of thirst. She tells us it is because it is possessed, we tell her no, the water is simply returning back to its roots. She will deny the Nile, that kings and queens drank from runs amongst the desert of knots that is your hair. Each strand unapologetically raising up to heaven as if to say, God, we are still here amongst everything she tried to tell us. We are still here, still with beautiful hair, God, you anointed our heads with olive oil, our have overflown indeed She will make a forest fire of chemicals Burn the very nature that gives your scalp oxygen She will detox the holy out of you Make you call your hair heresy Make you fear war through those that want your features But not your struggle, she will lie She will tell you that your hair is an exorcism Waiting to happen is a house full of demons that must be baptized in a river of product sins It must be cleansed with a set of clippers and even a pair of Holy Marys, she will leave you detesting the very fabric of your texture. She will tell you that you are not pretty enough to be with her. You are not professional enough to eat with her. You are not, not you enough for anything that she has to offer. Delilah says, abandon your hair. She says, abandon your heritage. Delilah says, abandon. You're a God, He cannot exist in hair. And we look at her and say, He already exists in our hair, regardless.
0: All right, so so just to wrap up the button on Juneteenth real fast. I read some read some of y'all comments. It reminds me of a strategy from season one of episode season one of Wake and Bake with Mo where we should we should really consider summer Kwanzaa. Put it right here. We should really consider a summer Kwanzaa, something that puts some intention behind this holiday that we're having, so it just means a little more. Yeah, that's all. What you about to say, but you were you were telling me something, because I know you were, you were a uh, Tariq Nasheed fan.
1: Yeah. Um, he made a holiday called Erodesessi, which means Arise in Tut. Oh, Yeah. Tut. Yeah. <laughs> it's in December, I believe, but I have to read more into it, but I think the premise is that the ideas were supposed to either exchange books or, you know, give literature to each other. Mm. And yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah, right. I like that. I I'm I do not like that it's in December though. Right, right. We need some mid year. Right, right. <laughs> we need something we could do mid year, uh, so we can keep this uh keep this momentum of uh, black liberation and equity going. But I um yeah, we have to celebrate Juneteenth mm-hmm. better. Right? All right, so let's get to uh Oh, if it died? Yeah. Okay. Let's get to um, my bad, y'all, as I am trying to make sure our Instagram is still working. Got the camera all in the screen. (laughs) Um, Let's get to to our next topic. Our next topic of this morning is... Elvis, and actually actually, it's a larger, I think it's part of a larger conversation of this replacement theory. If there were white people watching, which I'd have to invite, and white. I can only I can only do one at a time. <laughs> I can do one at a time. If there was a white person watching um, and they are fearful of what these conversations bring about, mm-hmm. I think the, the one thing that I would want them to take away is that we ain't trying to be white. Right. We ain't trying to be the ruling class of America. Mm-hmm. You know what we really want? <laughs> you know what we really want? To be left to, fuck to be left the fuck alone, right. left the fuck alone, so we can just live.
1: Right.
0: So we. That's can it. Be. That's it. I don't understand how white people thought us being left. Al- oh, that's right, because they read the original Constitution. They want slaves. Duh, <laughs> duh. So, and part of that conversation, I, I, I've been thinking. I've. We, what movie did we first see? when we saw this joint. It was a. Uh,
1: I feel like it was a Marvel. Was it? Because they've been playing it for a minute.
0: <laughs> we saw this trailer for the for the Elvis joint, and I was uh, immediately rolled my eyes because I'm thinking back to the infamous words of Public Enemy, specifically Flavor Fave, Flavor Fave. Motherfuck him, uh, Elvis. Oh, what did Chuck D say? Uh, Elvis was a straight up racist. The sucker was simple and plain. Motherfuck him and John Wayne. <laughs> Uh, so that's always been my sentiment towards Elvis, but let me play this trailer real fast and then we're going to have a conversation about Elvis, the replacement uh, the replacement theory uh, of such, and then Pat Boone and, and Lil' Richard. Go ahead and play that trailer so we can give some people some context and I'm going to finish rolling this blunt. <laughs>
2: Come on, you got to get on in. They've already announced you on the radio. Come on, let's go. He's a young singer from Memphis, Tennessee
4: give him a warm hayride welcome to a Mr. Elvis Presley.
3: Get a haircut, buttercup! In that moment, I watched
0: that skinny boy transform into a superhero.
2: Well, you may go to college You may go to school You may have a pink Cadillac, but don't you Nobody's root now, baby. Come back, baby. I want to play out with you. You play Why house? all that? The wiggle. The what? Them girls won't see you wiggle. Move, man. What were you thinking, Jimmy? I don't know
4: what I'm thinking. Please, Lord, don't let him hurt my baby.
2: Hurt him?
1: Looks
3: like they want to.
0: Now, I don't know nothing about music, but I could see in that girl's eyes. He was a taste of forbidden fruit. She
3: could have eaten him alive. He was my destiny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, me and the lady, we're going to work out the technology where you can hear us when the video was playing, because that's all we, me and the lady, house is over here talking <laughs> shit. Oh, shit the whole time. Man, I don't see nothing special about no damn Elvis. These, <laughs> here's why we was laughing. They zoomed on him shaking them pants. Now look, man, I'm as straight as the next man. But wasn't nothing shaking I in their pants, them baby. Ain't wasn't nothing shaking in them pants, man, okay? Like I said, I'm as straight as the next man, okay? But I see I see niggas out here shaking in their gray shorts, okay? Hands up, don't shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Hands up, don't shoot. I, see, I seen it. And I seen girls like, oh, these white women in the crowd, should, Losing their mind in nothing. (laughs) Dry ups. Stand up. (laughs) Dry
1: ups.
0: (laughs) These white women could not keep it together. Come on. Come on, girl. Oh, Lord. It's crazy
1: because, like, growing up, my grandma used to tell me how racist Elvis was. Because, like, you know, when I was young, I didn't didn't know. But Mm -hmm. she was born in 44. So. Mm -hmm. So she was, know. Yeah, yeah, right.
0: She know. Mm-hmm. And, okay, so I have a large question at the end of this that I'm going to get to. But when I look at Elvis, and when I read the history of Elvis, especially from like a um, from like a Quincy Jones, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, there is, there are, I'll be honest, right? I'll just be transparent and honest. There are, it is a mixed relationship between blackness and Elvis, right. because a Quincy Jones would say. Yeah, like that nigga was racist as hell. But like Chuck Berry would say, "No, I fuck with Elvis." But then you gotta think about like who's saying what and why. Exactly, Chuck Berry probably saying he fuck with Elvis because Elvis stole his style and it looked good on the white boy. Okay, (laughs) Uh, fucking Quincy Jones, who was not in rock and roll, who was not in country, looking from the outside in, is seeing a white man steal the aesthetic style, songs, and some even some point to the performance styles of other black artists while getting notoriety. Who that sound like today?
1: Mm Mm-mm. You talking about the Jack Harlow's?
0: Well, see, you of the Jack Harlow generation. Okay. I ain't never, I don't think I've heard a Jack Harlow song, I'll be honest with you. Have
1: I? Actually, I think I might have heard one song on the radio. It wasn't bad. (laughs) It was pretty good. I'm not gonna gonna lie. But are you talking about Justin Timberlake?
0: (sighs) Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. <Further> back. <laughs> Keep going. No, nah, there's, there's a glaring name here who's considered one of the greatest. One of
3: the greatest?
0: You ask somebody in black to name their top five, I guarantee he's not there. But you ask somebody in white to name their no. top five, I guarantee he's there. <laughs> it's Eminem.
1: Right.
0: Eminem, Jack Harlow, um, uh, is there a white girl doing R&B right now?
1: They uh it was Sabrina Claudio, but she she said the N-word, so they like, Oh they got up out of here? Yeah, they got her up out of here.
0: Um Etta James, not Edda James, that's the black girl. Wait, no. Who's the white girl who sing um uh I can't think of her name right now. Etta Bond.
1: Etta Bond, yeah. Etta Bond. She's white?
0: Mm-hmm. hmm Uh they remind me of these category of people. In which, honestly, if I'm being, can I be honest on my show?
3: Yeah.
0: I don't know what to do with these folks. I really don't know what to do with these folks because I started out the song. I started out today's show singing Push a Love, Girl" by Justin Timberlake. <laughs> it's a hit. It was written by uh, Missy and Timbo, but it's a hit. <laughs> it's a hit. And I look at Elvis and I'm like, what? A- How do we get to celebrating this man? And I understand why your grandma, people don't got their grandmas no more. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, we haven't had a conversation about Elvis since motherfuck him and John Wayne, and that was 1989. Right. That was the standing philosophy around Elvis and his acceptance in culture was that he was a vulture, that he was a pariah, that he was stealing from blackness, but maybe that aesthetic has come back into fruition, which is why I'm confused on why white people think we're trying to replace them. What have we done that white people have originated? What have what what have white people originated? <laughs> but what have white people originated that we have tried to replicate? No, seriously.
1: <laughs> I can't name the thing.
0: <laughs> I can't name the thing either. But I look at this Elvis situation, and as we were saying while we were on mute, I see I see a, a, a black man catching the Holy Ghost. Right. I see a zoot suit.
3: hmm
0: I see conked hair. Mm-hmm. I see a very black aesthetic on a white man achieving success. So let me ask you this, of the Jack Harlow generation, even of the Eminem generation, let me ask you this. That was, what, like 40 years
1: ago? I think so.
0: In 40 years, how are we gonna talk about Eminem? Now I understand, Eminem may, might, might be an exception because he is extremely talented. We'll not strip that away from that boy. The boy is very talented. Yeah. But when we look at Asher Roth and Macklemore, <laughs> what are we going to say about them <laughs> who aren't talented, who stole Grammys from Kendrick Lamar? What will we say about them in 40 years? Mm, said Adele. I forgot about Adele. Adele. What are we going to say about Adele in 40 years? Right. because if we aren't saying what Chuck D and Flavor Flav said I think I got to go back to the thought. I think we might be bitch made niggas. I don't know.
3: Hmm.
1: But what are we supp- what are we supposed to do with him? <laughs>
0: what Chuck D say? Fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> All right. Elvis was a straight up racist. The sucker was simple and plain. Motherfuck him and John Wayne. That's the old blueprint. Is the new blueprint is is is, is he's not racist. Except- he's <laughs> complex and nuanced. And I love him and John Wayne. No. And I don't think y'all realize how corrupt this is. I don't maybe y'all haven't seen dream girls in a while. Let me play you a real life situation. The lady of the house brought up two situations. Let's play the little let's play the little richer clip, right? Two songs. Let's play the little Richard same song. The same song.
3: <laughs> oh.
2: Going to
1: I yeah. oh, was still playing. Oh, I forgot I had to. Yeah. There we go.
0: Okay. I'm back. Yep. Okay. That's Little Richard. That's a cut. Right. That's a 1954 cut right there. Right. Right. <laughs> That's a cut. I'm on the dance floor both- swinging. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah. that's a cut. Can I play you the Justin Timberlake version of that song? Can I pay you the the Jack Harlow sample of that song?
3: Lord.
0: Can I get you the oh, what's my man? What's the R and B dude? White dude? George Mike, Michael? Michael McDonald? <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say um,
1: who's the one? Twitter figures out like every few months.
0: Oh, uh. Fucking- I can't. Bobby Caldwell. Motherfucking Bobby, <laughs> 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 Bobby, oh, Bobby Caldwell. Can I play you to Bobby Caldwell? Matter of fact, you know what? I don't want to do that to Bobby Caldwell right, right. or uh, 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 Michael McDonald because they have both been on record giving high praise to their to their black influencers. Mm-hmm. Let me play you their white predecessors. Let me play you their old blueprints. Let me play you the let me play you the whiteness that occurred, and this is what we have to be careful of.
3: Gonna go tell Mary
2: about Uncle Johnny. He says he had the blues, but it has a lot of fun, oh baby. Yes, baby. Ooh, baby. I'm having me some fun tonight, yeah. Oh, a long, tall Sally has a lot on the ball, and nobody cares if she's long and tall, oh baby. Yes, baby.
3: I'm having me some fun tonight
0: Well, I saw Uncle John with Long Tall Sally He saw Mary coming and he dug back in the
2: alley Oh, baby, yes, baby Ooh, baby I'm having me some fun tonight
1: <laughs> this man enunciated and pronounced Yeah, every, baby. Every woo
0: woo, 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 woo baby. I didn't know you can pronounce woo woo. <laughs> uh, woo. Woo 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 baby.
1: having me some fun tonight. <laughs>
0: Play a little Richard Joint. I gotta wash that out. We gotta wash that out. <laughs> we gotta wash that out. Get that shit out of there. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You might just be able to press refresh. Oh, well, I already. Oh, that's all good. Yeah. Mm. <laughs>
4: do a little bit
3: more research. Okay, We back? Uh, yeah. Ooh,
1: we had to go around good. the bend, though. <laughs>
3: Come around the corner.
0: Let me tell you something. Little Richard sing. There was an right. argument, another sports argument that happened. They were talking about Bob Cousy, which is hilarious. Bob Cousy is a basketball player yeah. from the 50s, right? Mm-hmm. White dude. You watch the clips of Bob Cousy, you're like, oh, he, he can play, actually. <laughs> but, like, would he be able to play now? No. Right. But... Oh yeah, but if you gave Bob Cousy, I don't know why I'm giving all these white men <laughs> benefits today. But if you gave Bob Cousy modern tennis shoes, mm-hmm. an actual coach, yeah. how to work out his body, mm-hmm. real money, yeah, <laughs> the ability to compete and look at and watch Allen Iverson, mm-hmm. Bob Cousy could play today.
1: Interesting.
0: I'm listening to Little Richard sing the runs,
3: right. the quick runs. You know what's crazy?
1: I got a, I got a quote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, So that wasn't Boone's first number one hit. It was actually Ain't That a Shame. Uh, that was the number one song played on jukeboxes 60 years ago today. Right. And that was a period in his career when he was known for covering songs originally recorded by black artists. But in response, producer Bumps Blackwell says he encouraged Little Richard to sing that song yeah. so fast that Pat Boone wouldn't be able to match his vocal dexterity. So...
0: <laughs> nah ain't no way in the world Pat is catching up with motherfucking uh, little Richard all. this so nigga was
1: runs? S- mm, yes. the runs
0: the, even the woo yeah right in the mid phrase right in the 50s so you know it wasn't no other take right that's it good lord Lil Richard oh that's a record, <laughs> that's a record. right god oh. in the musicians good god
3: right <laughs>
0: and they think we trying to replace them. Please. (laughs)
1: They've been emulating us since the beginning of time. (laughs)
0: That's hilarious. No, that's really funny. I'm beginning, I just finished I just finished Claude McKay's yeah. um, home to Harlem. Let me tell you something, that nigga Claude was writing, okay? <laughs> that nigga Claude was writing. I might do a book review okay. in real nigga terms. It's gonna be a book report, okay. but it's gonna be a way that people fuck with it. Right, this right. nigga Claude, okay?
3: Yeah.
0: Okay? <laughs> Hundred years ago, I'm on a train like, ooh, <laughs>
3: ooh,
0: Claude. <laughs> ooh. No. <laughs> I started reading Richard Wright. Mm-hmm. Favorite author, by the way, yeah. Richard Wright, Tony James. Favorite those those, those are my top three. Yeah. Um, um, number four, I like this dude named Paul Beatty. Mm. hmm yeah. hmm hmm Wrote White Boy Shuffle. Oh, I see it. Right there. Uh-huh. You right there? Yeah, yeah right there. I love that book, man. Anyway, anyway, um, started reading Richard Wright's The Man Who Lives Underground. Now, for my for my book of files, they'll know that. The Man Who Lived, Lived Underground was first published as a sh- short story in his compilations of essays, I think called Eight, I forgot what it was called, like Eight Underground or some shit like that, but one, the first one was The Man Who Lived Underground. Mm-hmm. Turns out he actually shortened his full-length novel so that it could be submitted for a grant, so he's like mm-hmm. turned it in for money, right? Yeah. But he says it's the best thing he ever wrote, so I'm reading it, the first 20 pages, I'm like, god damn this nigga writing. Ah. Good Lord, this nigga writing. Um, I forgot why I was saying that, but like, hey, I forgot why I brought up Richard Wright.
1: But I, have we, to do with Little Richard.
0: Um, I was going to say something to the effect of we they want, they think that we want to replace them. Oh, and I find it hilarious. I find it hilarious that they think that we want to replace them when they have been emulating, gentrifying, and stealing from us for decades.
1: The beginning of time.
0: The beginning yes. of time. And I find it funny, but like, oh, oh, that's what I'm saying. I'm reading *The Man Who Lived Underground*. Right. Mm-hmm. It starts off with the police forcing a uh, a uh, confession out of our main character.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: The main character, let's say, let's say the the forced interrogation lasts uh, four hours.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It took the main character three hours to understand that the police were not joking. Like it took him that long. He was like, oh, oh y'all are playing. Like yeah. call this dude. Like we're not calling them. He, he keeps laughing at them. Like yeah. this is ridiculous. Why would I murder? Like what are we
1: talking? Yeah.
0: White people don't have jokes. I don't think. This might be a new theory. I don't think white people would be joking. Hmm. Okay. I think they just be telling truths and we'd be laughing. But no, it,
1: no, yeah, there's something to that. Yeah, I agree.
0: I don't know I'm a, we gonna we gonna scratch at that yeah, one okay. but I don't I don't I don't think white people be telling jokes
1: right cause they really be telling us what they plan on doing
0: and then they, they do like, it
1: and then they do it yeah. and we
0: just be laughing like right. man that's funny right wait how'd I get oppressed <laughs> wait a minute
3: right.
0: wait a minute alright it's uh you got any comments before we get to the burning question oh yeah
3: um oh yeah <laughs> 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 Woo! <laughs> Baby! Having some good fun tonight
0: I'm weak. Okay. The people playing Pat Boone? Good. (laughs) Good. Pat Boone needs to be played. Absolutely. And I hope now I don't know now maybe maybe Adele hasn't um Maybe Adele hasn't like done wrong. Right? Mm -hmm. But like what are we gonna say about Justin Timberlake? Seriously, yes. seriously, because like if we, if we, I don't feel like we've really said he. You know what's you know what's crazy? What's funny is that like I don't know if you remember, it was maybe like two three years ago. Justin did get some flack from the black community when we all looked up and realized he never apologized to I was Janet. Just
1: about to say yeah, <clears throat>
0: mm-hmm. we was like, wait, hold on, hold on, wait a minute, time out, time out. You wait, that never happened, right? I don't know, did we, did we say it loud enough? Do we need to do it again? Does it need to come back and spurts? Do we need to wait for the album to come out? Because I feel like, I I don't even feel like they gonna make movies about Justin Timberlake. They are going to make Absolutely. movies about Justin Timberlake. And if they don't have Missy and Timberland in these movies, oh, it's a problem. Oh, right, right. <laughs> it's a problem. How okay. How is Justin Timberlake? Is he gonna die before me?
1: Is he 37? I don't know why I feel like 37. Well, damn. <laughs> um, I just... <laughs> I don't know. Let's see.
0: I feel like we we definitely the same generation. I don't know if we I don't know if we would have went to the same high school. We'd have been in high school together. I don't know. Oh, 41. He's forty one. Yeah. Right. Um. He a white man. He might live longer than me.
1: What? No. White. Black people. Black men die faster, don't they? Yes, but but I feel like white men don't live that long. Well, nah. Some of them be yeah. <laughs>
0: So yeah, when they make a Justin Timberlake movie in 2060, oof, Missy Timberlake better be in there.
1: Absolutely.
0: Which made me think, are we supposed to be, Are we? is this supposed to be you and I who's supposed to be stomping mad about this Elvis movie? <laughs> are we looking around like, right. who, why y'all ain't mad? Wait, we supposed to be the mad <laughs> niggas. God damn it. <laughs> Fucking, this show man, <laughs> this show man, <laughs> you gonna be accountable mm. nigga You gonna be accountable Let's get get some more uh, Did you even read the comment? No
1: <laughs> Okay my bad
3: <laughs>
1: Okay Crown name says This generation doesn't know How to celebrate our culture Without the triviality Of the modernization of it The uh, quote unquote Trademarkers know, th- know this Okay Kendall says And it's suede shoes I'm Talking about all this mm-hmm. <laughs> The district bloke Him and John Wayne fuck him and John Wayne Kendall says movie looks like it's actually gonna be good though as long as it's not revisionist I wouldn't be mad um <laughs>
0: no I'm, I'm I mean to Kendall's point visually it does look amazing though it does look amazing cinematographer and the dude who's really playing Elvis nice. okay. I was like okay. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Uh, okay 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 right. but that's but that's the American in me though right you see, you see what I'm saying it's a dog in battle that's what W.E.B. the boy said on one hand it is Chuck D on the other hand it's like alright this nigga do look like Elvis though. that's that look a little exciting uh, would shaking nothing couldn't have been me in the 50s I'd have been in the crowd oh boo <laughs> <laughs> boo bring him to the Apollo <laughs> Uh
1: <laughs> Dry Up uh Oh Biebs Justin Bieber. Oh, true, true. Yeah, Elvis stole Muddy Waters flow.
0: Yeah. Whole flow bar for bar. Right,
1: right. <laughs> Capitalism.
0: <laughs> not Muddy Waters is the is the real it not Soulja Boy is the reincarnation of Muddy Waters. <laughs> God damn.
1: <laughs> if a white person grows up around black culture like M, don't they get a pass?
0: Hold on, wait. Before we get to that comment. What's up? Did I just fuck around? What? Is Soulja Boy the reincarnation of Muddy Waters?
1: <laughs> is he?
0: Huh. Next time on Bake with uh, Me. Ma. What's the comment you just said?
1: Uh if a white person grows up around black culture like M, don't they get a pass?
0: <clears throat> your presence is not your value. I think Eminem's value is the fact that the boy can rap. Yeah. Like, the boy can rap. It's not my cup of tea because we're not the same.
1: Okay. Uh
0: oh. <laughs> we playing the Charger
3: game. <laughs>
1: they love Eminem, highly overrated. Now they love loving Jack. The infiltration has already taken place and we accept it. That was Crown I'm, See, I'm Crown.
0: I'm trying to figure out why, how I actually feel about. <laughs> white people participating in black art.
3: Okay.
0: I'm really trying to, cause, okay. Has it been a white dude who's made a all, a great black film? Has it been a white dude that's made a great black film?
1: <laughs> I was gonna say, <clears throat> you I don't know if. all black cast or about?
0: Black about group. blackness, set through blackness, all black cast, I would, I mean, I feel like you're about to say Quentin Tarantino and yeah. I'm thinking about Jackie Brown, I'm thinking about Django, mm. but are they great black films? Right. Is Django better than Friday? No. No. <laughs> no, 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 and that's crazy, and that's crazy, cause that's, huh? Precisely. Django went on my wall, Craig right there. I mean, I'm not Craig, Smokey right there. Right. Huh. Huh. You. D- huh. Wait a minute. Let me. Let, let, allow me a moment for a second. Allow me a moment for a second. So you know how we talk about like. There should. There isn't. The Grammys isn't black. Right. right. It isn't for blackness. Because it is weighted towards whiteness. Mm-hmm. And the NAACP awards. Are like all black. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the Source Awards, same thing with the Soul, Soul Train Awards, right? right? They are all black. Right. Is there an award show that puts blackness next to whiteness and weights blackness? Is there an anti-Grammys? Because like, mm-hmm. because like, the thought I just had was Quentin Tarantino is considered one of the, the best filmmakers of all time.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But Django is not better than Friday. Right. So then, if I were to judge Friday directly against these two in an award show, and it's centering blackness, who would win? I would. I, I don't know the answer, but like, has anybody ever asked that question? Right. We're always comparing whiteness to blackness in the sense, I think about a scholar of mine who says, I can't remember what scholar it is, but I think about a scholar who says, every time that white people think about integration, they think about uh, black people integrating into white society and not the other way around. When we think about integration, I think what we hope is to see more individuals like an Eminem who integrate into black art and do the art well for their demographic and maybe even cross over to the black demographic. Mm Um, but I feel like that's what we want to see. Right. I feel like I feel like I would love to see an award show or recognition that weights blackness directly and directly against whiteness and other cultures. Because it seems like all the other black recognitions are best amongst black.
3: Right.
0: What happens when we put black against everybody else? <laughs> You got all black cast this year, okay? Let's put that movie up against Spike Lee's movie.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know who's gonna win, but let's see. Yeah. You're talking all that shit. Right. <laughs> we got all this inclusive ass money. Yeah. Let's get back to these comments. My bad. I didn't took. I didn't took off. Um, Lord, no, y'all know I gotta get to the get to the office.
1: Uh, Kendall says technically it would be their culture too at that point. Q says maybe the idea of quote unquote a pass ought to be reconsidered.
0: That you gotta, to get a pass, you gotta pass the black culture civilization, uh, uh, civilians test. White people, yeah. (laughs) Can you imagine a white person taking that test? Wow, right? Wow, it's not, it's not an easy test for us, right? Wow. Wow! I think we got Wow Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's my own Wilson (laughs) 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 Ka-chow
1: Kendall says That joint still rock to this day Uh Baby blue is Camille right Mm -hmm. Camille Camille says How would it be their culture Why was They Oh they weren't raised in this Um Crown is talking to Kendall, says growing up around black culture does not make you of the culture. It's your family environment as well as your outside environment. What's his family of the culture?
3: No.
0: I would even say that like going back to the principle of your presence is not your value. Just because you are around black culture does not mean that you are participating or per, uh, participating, adding, contributing, uh, 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 valuing the culture in the correct way. Right. And to, Crown just said that, yeah, to the same thing, like, yeah, you, you could be amongst your black friends, but when you go home to your white kitchen, what that look like? You wearing that do-rag in the house?
3: Right.
1: <laughs> Kendall says, right, I'm saying, like, M, if most of his friends were black and he was raised in black schools, he would, at the very least, be black adjacent. Dude hated his family, though. LOL. I
0: <laughs> probably not, probably, not, probably know why. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, district bloke says, that shit is trash, bad karaoke. <laughs> Camille says Hallmark. <laughs> Micah says B. I'd like to have this broader conversation in public, but the short version, the idea that they stole this stuff isn't totally accurate. Truth is we're all sharing. <clears throat> District Book says unseasoned. Um it's Missani says unseasoned. Jada unseasoned. Says, <laughs> Jada says remind me reminds me of Dream Girls.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I thought these people responded to the Pat Boone joint right now. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Q says Mike might we say a pass is a continuous acknowledgement of your aesthetic, its origins, and your, and its your why and how.
0: Exactly. That's why. Uh, uh, what's the man? Mike McDonald. George McDonald.
1: Michael McDonald.
0: Michael McDonald. That's why he gets a pass because it's a continuing, it's a continuing acknowledgement of who his sources are. Right. You got to walk around with your footnotes.
3: Right.
1: Jada says that was not giving. <laughs>
0: It was not given <laughs> It
1: was not Crown says of course Because they had them White family issues He probably wanted a family Like his peers that were black He was poor white trash They can't relate to whites Outside their class Yeah that's right really And
0: I feel like that's also The story of Elvis
3: True
0: The Elvis So the, the class intersection Is interesting But the class There's always like this There's always so, This desire to conflate Class and race if it's the same thing Now we do have Similar problems
1: mm-hmm.
0: But there is not Similar harm Right Completely different perspectives, and although we may live in the same areas, that does not mean that there is not a difference between the two. Exactly. You could be poor white and racist. Right. (laughs) Now, often that is the case.
1: (laughs) Um, Echelon says we should be flattered; they want to be like us. Camille says, "Seems like everyone getting a pass these days." Then she says to Echelon, "Should we when they don't admit it?" Mm. Jada says, "This this ain't flattering at this point." Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Echelon says the problem is that we don't control our own content and creation Crown says I can't wait to hear what y'all say when they infiltrate Afrobeats Lord
0: I mean they already did didn't they <laughs> who on the re- who on the, who's on the remix for the most popular Afrobeat song on the planet
1: <laughs> Justin Bieber
0: <laughs> and scroll up in the comments and who's one of these who's one of these people come on man come on man we already said it but, uh, but, but are we loud enough right Cause we, this is this. I think that's the I think that's the point of this conversation. Mm-hmm. We knew
3: right.
0: how niggas felt about Elvis.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if niggas know how we feel about Justin Bieber. <laughs> right. Right. I don't know if niggas know. I don't know if it's a. I don't know if it's a, a common cultural through line that. You know what I'm saying, Justin Bieber, not Justin Bieber, Justin Timberlake is, yeah, all right.
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Kadaru. Mm-hmm says you can't replace what you're above and beyond micah says even little richard's original was made using instrumentation and strict adherence to the theoretical structure and from that stems and and wait theoretical structure and form that stems from european culture his way original his tools borrowed
0: of course of course of course yeah that's how you get jazz.
1: Echelon says, take jazz though. <laughs> A bunch of white cats playing jazz now and they're killing it too. Are their contributions not valid cause they white?
0: Cause they're white? I don't know. I don't know these I don't know these jazz cats, but if they are if they are standing on the shoulders of John Coltrane, that's cool with me. I'm not saying they are not allowed to do these things.
1: Yeah. Uh Camille says they want our labor. Um, it's misani says they want our labor without putting in the work. The fruits of our labor without putting in the work. Micah says we also do the same thing, we adjust classical technique and diction to our historical aesthetic and call it our history. I ain't knocking any of it; it's all shared Negro spiritual.
3: I mm. quotes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Crown says to Micah, no such thing as Euro culture, especially in music. The origins were adopted by India and North Africa, especially oh. Arab culture. Oh,
0: I don't know if y'all wanna get in that debate. Y- y'all, can have that deb- y'all can have that debate separately, okay? <laughs> Ooh, we should do it publicly. See, this is the time if we were live, this is the time I would just take my two bikes and be like, go at it, <laughs> go at it. No Googles, no facts allowed.
1: <laughs> Jada says, Janet actually said he apologized and she told him not to speak out on what happened, said it in her documentary. Okay, good. Echelon says, what about black classical musicians and composers? Does it go both ways? Venus and Serena went and took over an entire sport for like 25 years. Music and sports, food, languages that can't be owned. Crown says to Echelon, black jazz musicians are shaping the future of jazz, not the white ones, and we had a hand in classical music as well. Echelon says we limit the scope of what's possible. When
0: <laughs> that made me think, somebody said, could Beethoven make a drill beat? And <laughs> yeah. we was like, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'd take him, like, take him like three days to understand what, where the fuck he is now. <laughs> what the fuck is drill? Right. All right, let's get to it.
1: Right. <laughs> Echelon says we limit the scope of what's possible when we bar others from engaging in artis- artistic endeavors. Micah says to Crown, a little nah brother there is definitely a system that they developed African sonic concepts that are totally different. I can show you Lil' Richard's song and a classical piece a hundred years before him. Honey's Girl says, hey. Honey's Girl! <laughs> Django was made by a white man too. Jada says, ain't Steven Spielberg direct The Color Purple or produce it? That's a good point.
0: That's true. That's a good point. That's true. <laughs> is The Color Purple Better Than Friday? Ooh. Keep going with the comments. (laughs) Keep going. (laughs)
1: says, nah, BMO, only we can tell our stories accurately. They can add some glitter to it, but it ain't the same if you're actually black and raised in black culture. I don't know. Let me keep going. Yeah, keep going. Okay, (laughs) Echelon says to Crown, Jacob Collier, Bill Evans, Chick Corea. Should I go on? Uh, District Book says to Echelon, I would say the difference is about access or lack thereof. Echelon says it Oh, the sugar. people having a conversation. Okay, oh, okay, okay, You want me to okay. okay. yeah, keep going, keep, okay. going, keep okay. going, keep going. Jada let says, them talk, let them talk. Okay. Jada <laughs> the black civilians test is like the episode of Atlanta
0: Crown. See, that's, that's okay. what I don't want it to be. That's why, I'm. that's why it's interesting. I wrote the black civilians test mm-hmm. like a couple of days before the episode came out. Yeah. And then when I was watching it, I was like, fuck. Right, because that's what I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be a Kevin Samuels led conversation with George Wallace cracking jokes in the back Mm -hmm. about these very anecdotal reasonings of black culture, experience through black culture. I think it has to be a very intentional exercise about your perspective and what shapes blackness. Anyway, anyway. Yeah, I'm. I'm. The fear of the black culture civilians test is that it turns into that episode of Atlanta, right? Because it's not that. Exactly. That's um. They was playing.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like when you like, I imagine. I've I'm never gone. My man just took his took the the um, the actual uh, civilians test, the actual naturalization and um civilians test, but they're not playing in there. Right. It's. It's solemn Like you are serious Like this is something That you have to study for And be a part of Because I mean To be an American Is not a joke Right Anyway keep going Um,
1: Echelon says I love the show by the way Awesome What y'all do here Come
0: on through man Come on through man
1: Um, Crown says Justin is our fault Our artists Welcome the (laughs) men Jada says Justin is definitely Our fault <laughs> <laughs> LMAO, Two of the hottest Black producers <laughs> uh, Fuck. Uh, <laughs> two of the hottest Black producers Executive <laughs> produced His first album <laughs> Camille says Justin Bieber came In
3: God time.
1: People probably Don't even see him That way mm-hmm. Um Oh she She meant Justin Timberlake Not Bieber Okay Okay and yeah, they're still having a conversation. Okay, but, for sure. Like, we up.
0: All right. Did you ask me a burning question?
1: No. I need a burning question.
0: <laughs> yeah, even after you asked me 33 questions the other day. You that's what, right. You
1: want me to ask you a question from my list? Or? no? You could, it's your question. It my question. <laughs> Let's see what I got. Um, okay, okay. So after, after the whole conversation, do you still feel like we should say fuck them to any white artist that either participates in black culture
0: or it's not a fuck em okay 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 let me intellect. Let, let me let me let me fully say what I'm saying I heard someone's comment say that trying to siphon and vacuum this culture into what it is uh actually limits this culture of what it could be and to a very large degree that's that is correct yeah. um I don't know why this is the first thought that came to my mind but fucking Rick Rubin has been an integral part of hip hop since its beginning and that's because he brought a different perspective of music and sound than uh, what's what's the creepy ass nigga name? Uh, uh, Russell uh, who is the founder of Def Jam? Come on man. Uh good lord uh don't don't nobody st- don't tell me oh, don't tell me go, go ahead go ahead go ahead simmons,
3: simmons.
0: <laughs> god damn russell simmons not russell, not russell wilson and uh is it russell simmons yeah
1: no Def jam
0: yeah go ahead go ahead it's okay it's okay is it russell
1: simmons that's his name
0: that's his, names, right? his name, right? That's his name. He got the scarlet on too, right? He like escaped to to Europe to get away from the charges on the fucking Roman, on the Roman Polanski thing, if I'm not mistaken. What? Definitely, allegedly. I'm gonna say allegedly now, just in case of, uh, this nigga watching and he wanna sue me. But that's why I call him the creepy ass nigga. What? But yeah, he brought a different sound to the hip hop scape. <laughs> that sound eventually brought out the BC Boys, but then you get like a more rock guitar inspired sound, run DMC into hip hop. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are contributions made from outside cultures. I don't, I mean, I wanna be careful to say, fuck them. And that my beef, my current beef with Elvis, with uh, Mm -hmm. Jack Harlow, cause he don't know what fucking Brandy sound like. She had to make a whole (laughs) fucking diss track to that nigga. Like my beef with these individuals is that you cannot be of the culture. And you know what's crazy? Brandy is on the black civil, uh, civil civilians test. Exactly. On the test, I think the last question of the test is Monaco, Monaco or Brandy explain why. Right. Because if you can do that, I think you can speak blackly. Right. I think you can do that. After talking through all the facts, if you can give a sound argument for Monaco or Brandy. Right. And we all know it's Monica. But, you know, I let y'all niggas have it. Oh, no, not the lady of the house. <laughs> oh, no, it's about heart, okay? It's about power. Okay. <laughs> anyway, anyway, man. Anyway, man, you motherfucking
3: you, You, you <laughs> brandy
0: niggas. Y'all, y'all, accuracy. She's the vocal bible. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Did she make so gone? No. <laughs> uh, okay, anyway, anyway. Anyway, but yeah, these individuals who exist in the culture but cannot reference the culture, who cannot give proper credit to the culture, who cannot be a constant acknowledgement to the culture as Q said in the comment. These people who cannot get this pass per se, yeah, fuck them.
1: Yeah.
0: Fuck them, these people who are just siphoning off, fuck them.
1: Jermaine said the boy belonged to none of them. <laughs> the,
0: <laughs> write that down the boy who belonged to none of them that's the name of this episode <laughs> fuck out of here what was your question oh fuck them. yeah no nah, not nah. fuck them. not fuck them. we have to hold them accountable we have to hold them accountable we have to be intentional about the passes that we give the passes that we give right. Uh, and what's interesting is in Holding Accountable, I'm thinking about Z-Way's interview with Chet Hanks mm-hmm. and how like she played the sarcasm card instead of being direct. But that's just her. That's her stilo. Oh, right so here. like, what's the formal way to do that? Who's mm-hmm. going to create the medium that brings Jack Harlow on the show and asks him all 30, all 40 questions of the black civilian test and listens to him fail? Who's going to do that? You. Oh, I don't want to talk to no bitch-ass Jack Harlow, man. <laughs> that's a child. <laughs> that's a child. Drewski could do that, but then it would be funny.
1: True, right, right, right.
0: And it's not funny. All right, y'all. Um, we want to thank y'all for watching and listening to another episode of Awake and Ake with <laughs> uh, you can always catch the answer replay on Twitter, on YouTube, but we'll always be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and BeMoreAuthentic.com. We're going to leave you with the best of me music video. Uh, it's coming up with my two very good friends, uh, Yaj and Dill. I guess I won't do no light skin jokes this morning. Mm, mm, nah. Ah. Oops. I got two taco shells right here. This reminded me of right. <laughs> it is two lime taco shells here. And that's my reminder. Anyway, we're gonna get to the best of me. Um as they said that somebody must in here. Take care of yourselves. We'll see y'all on Tuesday. Good morning.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good. This sounds terrible we have our biggest show in three days and you still don't have it down
2: Paige, come on i mean i took like three weeks to learn this tambourine and honestly you're the one who's always late to band practice
1: um i think we're all just hungry like yeah you know, just be cool man i might have been a little flat mercury's in retrograde and i need to protect my peace i'm out of here hey,
2: Wait, what? what does that retrograde mean Wait.
0: Hey, one of y'all musty. What's that smell? I know you better open this garage door. God damn
1: Uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I won't, I won't dismiss. Won't take the blameless. For your bad vibration,
2: for your low frequency. I really let you pick the best of me, and you really got me out of body thinking, well, will he speak his peace or keep the peace instead? Instead of saying some of my regrets, it's my energy, energy.